I'm so glad y'all are drinking tequila. You I have never turned it down. <laughs> That's actually pretty true. From almost true. Do y'all, I know y'all drink a lot of mezcal, but do you drink a lot of tequila, like, on the uh -huh. reg? Yeah, I mean, we, uh, yeah. it's like, we well, have... margarita. Yeah. Yeah, we always have tequila on hand. I would say on hand as our standard bar cart we have. Uh, that's mezcal. that's the question to ask. Like, what is in your standard than. bar cart? Yeah. We definitely My, have mezcal more than tequila. Yeah, but we never really use mezcal to make drinks. It's always just to sip on. So I would yeah. say if you were wanting to make one for yourself, the go-tos would be gin, vodka, tequila, whiskey. We never have vodka. I don't have no, to ask that. we don't that. ever have vodka. But I'm saying, in general, that would make sense. But, like, what is y'all's specific... Oh. Like, when you feel like you have a stocked bar cart, what do you have? I have rum. to have rum. I have to have mezcal. Rum, mezcal. I have to have some thing interesting, like an interesting yeah. liqueur, like right, right now. now. Yeah. We have pa <laughs> passion fruit liqueur right now. That's oh. delish, with a little... With like a little club soda. Passion and we did liqueur. we did have the orange liqueur. That we I just love finished. the branding on that yeah. bottle. From, it's Marfa Spirit yeah. Company. Shout out Marfa Spirit Company. I love we it. Are sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> sponsored right. by Marfa Spirit Company. Okay, well I haven't best, even said what's going on. Okay. So welcome everyone. <laughs> this Woo. is Untitled Van Life Project, the podcast, and this is an episode from our Campfire Chat series. So we have our friend. Well, we. It's just me actually. Caleb's not here, but only. I have our friends Sarah Beth and Peyton back on. Y'all are the first returning guests, actually. <gasps> no way. For, for this series. Oh, yes, man. you oh. are. For campfire chats. For campfire chats, I'm yes. I mean, you Can really are the only returning guests we've had besides Cusick, but we have like a different series with him. Like, we always do a series with our friend Cusick. So, yeah, y'all yeah. are the first ones. <gasps> Was our last chat a campfire chat, or was that a... Yeah. It was a campfire chat. There was, okay. a, there was a fire. It was a, oh, living, right. it was a, living, a, room a living room fire. <sighs> yes. Fire well, fire. we originally set out to try and record these on fire, and we, the one in y'all's was perfect because it was in the living room, but we did actually do one with our friend Katie around like an actual campfire in Joshua Tree, uh -huh. and it was great, but it was a little hard logistically, like with the mic and us all trying to sit around, and then... You're trying to be warm. Trying probably. to be warm. Yeah. It, the fire logistically, makes noise. Yeah. yeah, and the fire does make noise, but most of the time it was a great ASMR, like just some crackles yeah. every now and then. Yeah. But also we had to keep feeding the fire, so we'd have to like pause and take breaks. Pause, put on log. Logistically, yeah. it was a little more than we had imagined. So we are well, not around a campfire. Yeah. We are actually sitting in your airstream right now. Yes. I want all listeners to know that we will have a campfire. <laughs> In about Later, three hours. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> but the cool thing about this is the last time we recorded with y'all, you were still living in Denver. Mm -hmm. Yes, in your house in Denver. It was. We were in our house when we recorded. Yeah, I'm trying to think what time of the year it was. I probably should have looked at that, but I think it's around. It was. I thought it was New Year's. Oh, never mind. I was thinking it was in the spring. I think it was springtime. I don't know. I'm a terrible. It would have been somewhere between fall and spring, so maybe in the winter. Yeah. I don't know, but it was. At that point, y'all had bought your air, or you had like made plans to buy an airstream, get it renovated, and that's mm -hmm. really all you knew at that point was yeah. that was the trajectory that y'all wanted to go yeah. on. We hadn't sold our house yet. Yeah, we none of that had yeah. happened. Yeah, and now we're sitting in the airstream that you were talking about. Yeah, 
and she's <laughs> she's cute y'all <laughs> she is cute yes yes but i just think it's so cool because from the moment that y'all told me that that was your plan to like get an airstream and sell your house and like live in it full time i had been like picturing and envisioning us like parking next to each other and it took a little it took a little while for us to meet up like we didn't immediately Mm -hmm. meet up upon y'all getting your airstream we've been in this like six months yeah i think before we've been able to meet up on the Mm -hmm. road yeah we've been in here since september like labor day 2021 february 2022 yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so it still took a little bit even when you're already in it but it all feels like in perfect timing that we're in the desert now together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. And we feel a little bit, we're still definitely newbies and learning mm. so much all the time. Yeah. You're always going to feel that way, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. we insane. feel that way all the time. Feel just like an idiot. Like, there are some things, it's mm-hmm. funny, like, I feel like you'll reach a point where, like, okay, I think we've got this down. And mm. then something gets thrown up and, and you're you like, oh, there. never mind. <laughs> Knock on wood, yeah. that has not, not happened, happened yet. to no, us yet, and I'm not looking forward to if and when that happens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to just, like, talk with you and, like, hear about, I mean, I kind of want to, like, rehash from, like, what we talked about last time and bringing it into the now, because there are a lot of things we were talking about in the first episode that mm-hmm. y'all were looking forward to and kind of your intentions with everything, and now that you've been living this lifestyle, living in an airstream for six months... What's changed? What stayed the same? Like, I know originally your plan or kind of what you were thinking of buying an Airstream, a big part of it was like trying to find a place to live eventually, mm. right? Yes. Like traveling the U.S. and yeah. finding a place to like buy land and like really kind of like set some roots. Is that still your intention six months in? Yeah. I think, mm-hmm. at, yes, at least partially. Yeah. At least a large percentage. Or have you, like, added to that intention now that you've been in it longer? Like, are there, you're like, oh, man, I really would actually love to do this more and this more. Well, I mean, I don't want to speak for Peyton, but so much has happened since we had, like, our last fireside chat. Mm -hmm. And we, yeah, we wanted to spend at least a couple years doing basically, like, reconnaissance around the U.S., figuring out, like, where do we want to live? What, what areas do we jive with? what areas are just great for us to visit, but not necessarily settle down. Um, we eventually want to make our own wine. Um, so wine regions are a huge focus. Um, but something that we didn't even, we weren't even close to knowing when we last had our, um, when we last were on your podcast was, um, where we would have worked the harvest season, which is like, you know, picking grapes when they're ready to be harvested to make Yeah, wine. at that point, we had still... For 2021. Yeah. We didn't know. We thought we would be on the West Coast, like California, mm-hmm. uh, Northern California, Oregon. or like yeah. Pacific Northwest, like Oregon, Washington. And then the way that things worked out, we ended up on the East Coast uh, working for a winemaker in Vermont. And that sort of changed our perspective on everything, I think, yeah. in terms of... Yeah where we were planning on yeah. ending up. Well, it worked yeah. out, like, immediately when y'all got your Airstream, that was immediately where you went. Like, I mean, Yeah, literally. You like, got your Airstream and immediately booked it to We Vermont. got our Airstream, and in 48 hours, we had filled it with all of our stuff, and <laughs> we're on our way to Vermont. From Nashville. Yeah, from Nashville. Or Atlanta. Uh-huh. Atlanta or Nashville? Well, we picked up our Airstream in Atlanta. Okay. 
And we then took it to Nashville to my parents' house where we were living for the summer. Mm-hmm. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, then from Nashville, drove up to Vermont, made it there in like two or three days. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think we spent like the night, three nights like on the way there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like and then Ohio, y'all just immediately dove into this harvest. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. we were in Vermont one. Yeah. We were literally, we got to our campground in Vermont, first day, like, at 6 p.m., and the next morning, we, like, went to the vineyard to mm. um, help pick grapes with people that we had never met who didn't know us and mm. didn't, yeah. like, who literally just thought we'd be free help for a couple of days, and yep. what were y'all amazing people. Do you remember your feelings, like, those first, like, the night before going to the wine, going to the vineyard for the first time? Like, um, was, there, was there any apprehension, or were you just excited? I, I felt like... Or were you not excited? No, I was... <laughs> I was excited. We were very excited. I just assumed you were like, excited. Yeah, it was like yeah. a goal realized. Yeah. At, if, you know, if, I, if At the time, if I would have known where it all would lead, I probably would have been apprehensive. But at the time, I just thought, oh, we're just going to help these people for like a couple of hours of work. And yeah. we might... We had no obligation. Yeah, To no keep obligation. helping them at all. Mm-hmm. Um... um and so, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't like a, I, I, I feel like I wasn't even nervous because again, I just thought, oh, we're going to go help these people for yeah. one day. I didn't know what would eventually happen, which. Yeah. yeah. It's great. But it's not like picking grapes is something you have to have a, I mean, huge talent for in terms of like, yeah. I wasn't nervous. Like, oh, I've got to perform super well tomorrow mm, to like yeah. clip this cluster of grapes into my basket. You know, like that's yeah. not a. And I guess I since know. you didn't have the like commitment, there what maybe there wasn't as much nervousness of like, well, yeah. what if we don't really vibe with these people? Like you Literally could you could just leave. Pressure. No. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I emailed um, if anyone's listening, they want to look up these people's wines. Yes, I emailed um, this woman Camilla, who her wine label is La Montanuela, um, and she's amazing. And then she has been a mentee of this um, winemaker who's you know, pretty legendary in the natural wine scene, Deirdre, mm-hmm. um, of La Garagista. And we got there thinking we were going to be helping Cami, who was younger. She's about our age. She's a newer winemaker, still doing amazing stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And I'd email her being like, oh, she's young. She's like starting out. Like maybe she would need more help. Um, and we got there and realized, oh, we're helping her and this super legendary person that we've been oh so y'all didn't even know you were going to be helping Deidre no 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 oh I didn't know that yeah and they're they're all part of the same team like yeah like RG says they're intertwined for sure yeah we didn't know that yeah yeah and like RG says well established and has a couple different people that they are helping in their very early winemaking careers and so we basically have attached ourselves to that label and are now going to help with them in the future harvest, harvest this coming year. Yeah. 2022 will yeah. be there. That's awesome. Interns. Yeah. Yeah. And so I again, have tried, planned, yeah. yes. And I have tried some of the wine from yeah. the vineyard that it's y'all really worked fun. on and yeah. it was incredible. Yeah. It was Delicious. so good. Lagarista? Garagista. Garagista. So it's (laughs) it's Italian for like a garagist, like a person who works in their garage. And she and her partner, their story was that they lived in Italy for a bit after college. 
And uh, then when they were back in the States making wine, they made it in their garage. So Oh, nice. A garage, like a garage person. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. didn't know that history. And then um, uh, Cammie's wine, she is, um, she grew up half the time in the U.S., sometime in, half the time in Colombia. And her grandfather's farm in Colombia was called, or is called, I'm not sure, past present, but it's called La Montanuela. So that's the name of her winery. That's her awesome. Wine label. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like, and y'all loved Vermont. Yeah. Yes. For sure. Uh, and like vibed with it <laughs> real hard. Yeah. Definitely. And from what I picked up from like catching up with y'all, like you really at this point think Vermont or Maine is like kind of the areas you're looking at to yeah. end up eventually. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So since y'all kind of found that so quickly, mm-hmm. then like. What's the driving force behind traveling? Behind traveling now. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. There fun went, like literally the rest of the time now that since we left Vermont in like very early November or, um, of twenty twenty one. Now it's just been like fun. Like let's explore the rest of the U.S. that I otherwise would not have time to explore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And definitely. Do y'all kind of have? Like, do you have, like, a time frame on anything at all, or no? Mm. Very flexible. Yeah, I mean... Ideas. We're about to... I mean, the other thing is, we're about to head up the entirety of the West Coast, Mm -hmm. and could potentially fall in love with someplace there, and then maybe rethink things, and be like, you know, maybe we shift our timeline Mm -hmm. um the nice thing is right now we have a place like we just said that we will be back in the fall of this year Um, but besides that we don't have any commitments so everything else is you know super up in the air um do y'all like that feeling i do i i think that yeah i I think that i sort of thrive in that space i I actually like it a lot more than I thought I would as like a very planner type A person who wants to know. I don't know. I'm just always like looking ahead. I have a problem with enjoying the present because I'm always planning the future. Um, And I actually really liked being able to step back, take the time to say, hey, I don't have anywhere to be until August or September. Let's just do whatever the hell we mm-hmm. want to do then. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's such a good feeling. Yeah. yeah. I, I think... I understand it now. I it's, think that I yeah. definitely... I enjoy that as well. But it also can, if I let it, create like be overwhelming for me. Because yeah. I can be like, oh, there's so many things I could do. And yeah. then I don't know mm-hmm. what to pick. Things I want to do. Yeah. Or... I get kind of, yeah, I get kind of paralyzed and I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know what, because there's nothing planned for me to do. Yeah. I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And I feel like something that I've noticed just being like in a year and a half in is like mm-hmm. that has lessened. Like in the beginning, yeah. it was a lot. I mm-hmm. felt like just kind of paralyzed and like, I didn't know how to handle either the boredom I was feeling of like, there's nothing yeah. for me to do. What do I do all day? <laughs> I don't know how to handle the boredom, quote unquote, or... I didn't know how to handle not having a plan. Mm-hmm. And I think those are such valuable things to know how to just take in stride or to yeah. just live with because, and I wasn't faced with that a lot Yeah, before yeah. living on the road. I think we always have at least the next like 10 days figured out, mm-hmm. I would say, in, in general. Like it could be flexible 
it might not be like a rigid thing, but we at least know like, hey, we're going to be in the Tucson area for the next 10 days. And then after that, we're going to head north. Well, y'all do. So y'all have to plan things differently than we do. Because y'all stay a lot more at campgrounds or state. I don't know if you stay at state parks, but you yeah, definitely yeah, like book, parks. you book mm-hmm. things in advance. Yes, yeah. We book things. Which we um, don't. We haven't lived that way, really, on yeah. the road. And, like, this is one of my favorite things about living on the road is there's no wrong way to do it. Yeah. Like, I always say this all the time when we're talking or meeting new people. It's so interesting to see how everyone does it because everyone has little different tweaks oh, to right. it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no wrong way to do it. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely jealous of y'all's ability to be able to just change your mind on a whim because you haven't booked anything because mm-hmm. you were just going to stay in a... F- you know, an amazing free spot all along the way, mm-hmm. which, first of all, that's amazing because we spend a lot of money at campgrounds, a lot more than we had expected. Yeah. Um, but we, the reason why we, like, wanted to be able to boondock all the time, like y'all do, or at least, you know, a large percentage of the time, but uh, we just didn't get certain batteries installed or solar installed mm-hmm. just to save some money, and now we regret it a little bit, but... It's still been great otherwise, but I think our, just... I mean, every, whenever we were first deciding to even attempt this lifestyle, we had such a difficult time deciding like what we specifically needed because like you were saying, every, everyone's situation is so different mm-hmm. and there are an infinite number of setups that you could have mm-hmm. in oh, terms yeah. of what do you value more? Like more like the ability to be able to get into more remote places or the ability to be more comfortable Mm -hmm. to stay in a certain place for a longer period of time. Yeah. And we check all the boxes in terms of if we want to stay somewhere for longer than a week or two weeks, it's not a big deal because we have two space. Yeah, we have a lot of space. We have two separate living spaces. Yeah. Yeah. That is definitely, I mean, you can always, I was telling you this the other mm-hmm. night, like you can like list all the pros and cons of every different right. setup all day long. All day long, yeah. Like the pros that y'all have compared to like the pros that we have, the cons mm-hmm. y'all have compared to the cons we have. Yeah. Like a big con for us is limited space. That's a yeah. huge pro for y'all. Yeah. Com- like just comfort in general, y'all have yeah. more of than we do, Yeah. but we can get more places than mm-hmm. you can. Yeah. Or, yeah. I mean, it's true. Yeah, there's Y'all never going to be the perfect mm-hmm. setup. No. You're always yeah. going to be sacrificing somewhere. You kind of just have to pick and choose where you and want it, to be. And again, it's it's a big investment up front, and yeah. so you want to say like, if I'm going to do all this research into what I'm doing, like I want to have the perfect rig for my situation, and I just don't yeah. know if there's. It does not exist. You know, it's like, uh, yeah, it's like, I don't know if there's a way. The rig does not exist. Yes, the perfect rig does not exist. (laughs) It does not exist. It's like, you have to basically make a big decision up front and then sort of adapt. Yes. With with what you have. And that's what we've done. And it's been, it's been great. It's been fine. In what ways do you think you've had to adapt? Uh, Just, well, for example, like. We thought we were, were you going to say the composting toilet? No, I was not going to say that. But I I was just going to say, in in terms of, I think we thought we'd be able to do stuff like this a lot more frequently. Boondocking. Boondocking. By By this, Mm -hmm. he means like we've been in the desert in the middle of nowhere. Not hooked up. With Amy and Caleb for like 10 days. Yes. Not hooked up. Yes. 
it's hard. So you have us. The yeah. only power you have is your portable battery. Yeah. Yes, it's our Correct. battery that's under the couch that we're sitting on. Yes. And well, I mean like your Jackery. Oh yeah. yeah. That's no, yeah, really... like our solar charge mm-hmm. like generator. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which that thing's been awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would, would recommend. But like Jackery. Yeah. I know y'all have like had issues with your fridge staying powered because you're yeah. not hooked yeah. up. The tanks. Like, yeah. not being able to just be emptied, like, things yeah. like that. Um, I mean, we obviously are, like, going to the bathroom outside. Mm-hmm. But Which is different. Yeah. yeah. But, like, mm-hmm. if it's the middle of the night and I have to pee, like, I'm not going outside. Where but I you, have literally the op- hear you have the option. Yeah. True. We do have the option. Yeah. To go inside. To go is inside. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. I was about to say, I'm, like, a huge baby and I'm really scared of the dark. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm, like, I'm going to go inside. <laughs> but you've um, had to, like, think about things more, I guess. Yeah. It's definitely... Right? Yeah. I mean, it just kind of... It's... I really wish there were a good middle ground between the RV park where you are five feet away from, like, the next... Mm-hmm. The person next to you, and there's not very much privacy, but, like, we have all the amenities, mm-hmm. like shower, bathroom, laundry, pools, I mean, dog wash stations. The amenities can, like, like get really up yeah, there. Yeah. It's awesome. Like, Some places have, courts, like, yeah, have, like, a clubhouse with, oh, yeah. like... There were ping pong and foosball yeah. and TVs and we just booked a place in Palm Springs that like is a has a full like eighteen hole golf course. Yeah. What? Yeah. It's Are nuts. You yeah. yeah. But but here's the thing. So like again, I'm trying to let go of my like controlling planner tendencies and just kind of go with the flow. It's fine. And the thing that we realized with Arizona is obviously everyone in an RV goes to Arizona in the winter because it's perfect. And we couldn't find anywhere. Like, yeah. we could not find a place to park mm-hmm. um, that we could have. Because they were all booked. Totally booked. If they're not 55 and over, they're totally booked, which is. <laughs> so I didn't dumb. even know that existed. So dumb. I, I didn't, didn't know either. there was an age limit. I called so many people and they'd be like, How old are you? <laughs> like, why does it matter? I don't have kids. Like, I understand not wanting loud, annoying kids, mm-hmm. but. Like, we're like 30, we're chill. Yeah. We want to stay to ourselves. Um, but, anywho. Uh, I can't remember what I was saying. Oh, <laughs> so I was trying to think of like, okay, let's let's plan a little bit because we kind of got in a bind with mm-hmm. Arizona. I like got a little lax and didn't plan anything, and so we booked a place in Ari- in Palm Springs, and the only thing available was like this. I mean, I'm excited. It's like a super nice spot with a golf course, but I don't play golf. I hate golf. Like I'm, <laughs> but I'm, just the fact that it has no, that, I think, would make me think, okay, it's gonna feel like. A retreat, kind of like a respite, oh, like yeah. something that we've had to be real intentional with, because like this is how we live and park all the time. It's beautiful, yeah. which is beautiful, but it is like it's just kind of harsh at times. I mean, yeah. you can only go to the restroom outside, yeah. like you shower outside. Like I don't know, there's just there's not as much <laughs> anonymities in yeah. general. The day that uh, I took a shower <laughs> here with like Amy Gill, this really awesome shower that's like I mean, it's very simple. The water, yeah, I don't understand how. It's not just like a regular thing. I mean, just it's the most simple contraption, but it heats up your water by the sun, like the warmth of the sun heats your water all throughout the day. And I showered with this water and it was like having to be the windiest day of my life. And we had, you have a little tent uh-huh. thing that goes like around you and Peyton had to like hold it down because the stakes like would not keep this tent in the ground. And I just had a fear of it blowing away and me being like sudsy and I mean you were cold. very subject to the elements yeah like times. that's harsh you it know? is harsh you can't just shower any day you want you and like we've had to be very intentional with like 
okay, we will, like, we've always set a goal to, like, stay not in the van at least one night every month. Like, whether that's an Airbnb oh, or mm-hmm. a hotel or staying with a friend. Yeah. And we haven't been good about it the last couple months. And yeah. that, that happens. Yeah. But because it is so harsh sometimes. Like, yeah, and everything just kind of is a little more break. challenging. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this, like, Palm Springs... RV yeah. park that you're going to be in is kind of like that. Like, it's kind of just a break from having to so. think about the water and the dumping mm-hmm. and the solar and the bathroom. It's and like literally... It's just a break from all that. Yeah. And I think for, like, longevity, that's very it's necessary. Healthy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I, I will say that the... In my mind, the biggest benefit of having the type of setup that we do is that, like, this like boondocking and not being hooked up to electrical where we can just like turn all of our lights on whenever we want. Oh yeah. And Cause like, y'all have been just lighting candles at night. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wearing, and, a, wearing a headlamp to cook. Yes. And so, Inside. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so our setup is so well suited for being hooked up that when we are at an RV park and hooked up, we don't even need like a, 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 a respite of like let's go to this mm. Airbnb. It's that like, is your respite, right? It's like your we life. might as well be in a in a house. In a, I mean, we have an, all the amenities. We we it's like a studio apartment in yeah. New York. We're, we're oh, hooked definitely. Up. Yeah, I mean, we're, I would prefer this over that. Honestly, I, think. I mean, <laughs> yeah. if, you, if you think about the difference More between just like this setup versus when like tomorrow when we'll be at a full hookup spot in Phoenix, mm-hmm. we will have running water that we do not have to think about, which mm-hmm. right now we have to conserve how much water we use. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We will have our sewer line hooked up so that we can just run as much water yeah, as like we gray, want. Our gray water will be hooked up. Yeah, you don't yeah. have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. Tank um, up. We have full electricity where we can like watch TV. We'll probably have Wi-Fi. That yeah, because we we've been yeah. watching TV on your iPad. Yeah. Or yeah. when Sarah Beth came and hung out with me in the van, we watched it on my phone. phone. Yeah. <laughs> well, we did project it, but yeah. this the audio mm-hmm. wasn't great. So then we watched it on the phone. And then we felt yeah. <laughs> as and so as again, it's like that that sort of lifestyle is really not a huge adjustment mm-hmm. in terms of like coming from a house to that. It's like it's really yes, not. it's it's like, like yes, it's a lot smaller space, but you can. It's so easy to like just distract yourself with yeah. you know video games or you're just sitting Movies, on your phone yeah. without having to think about how yeah. much. Wi-Fi you're using. How many like, gigs you're right. using. Yeah. All that type of stuff. And so, like, what you're saying about needing that sort yes. of, like, break, like, it's like... I don't feel like I need that. We don't really need time. it all the time, yeah. but we can't do the... It, it's much more difficult for us to do the super escapist, mm-hmm. like, I'm going to wake up and my mm-hmm. view is like a panoramic view mm-hmm. of this incredible canyon, and yeah. and I can just, like, parked there for free yeah that's much more difficult to do because it takes so much more yeah it takes so much more planning yeah Mm -hmm. and yeah the prepping maybe yes yeah yeah. and and if we don't and that's the other big thing is like for you guys if you decide like here's this really cool place that we want to park outside of moab Mm -hmm. you show up there's no spots like okay well if we need to tonight we can just pull off on the side Mm -hmm. of the road we could and park yes not that that's we don't it's not ideal you don't want it again But yes. we don't have any stealth. Like, we don't have stealth mode that y'all can do yes. where you can just well, and park we somewhere and... And we can't make decisions last minute. Yeah, yeah. If because we can't park somewhere, road. there might not be a place to back up. Like mm-hmm. we, Yeah. When we, like, for example, when we pulled off onto the road that we're now camping uh-huh. on, you and Caleb would park really, really far down mm-hmm. at the end of the road because your rig could handle, like, any bumps and mm-hmm. turns. Um, and I, like... 
we turn onto this road and I pulled off to the side and let Peyton get out on his bike and like bike down the road mm. and just see, hey, before I get driving this huge trailer down mm-hmm. this road, like, can we actually turn around? Can we mm-hmm. fit? Is the road too rough? Like, is there a spot to, to pull off? So it's just a lot more planning, which mm. we didn't really think about. I mean, our, like, our views and, like, towing a trailer versus having like a single rig of a van that you're just driving everything around. We, we stay with y'all in Moab before we, this was before we bought this, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, sorry. I was making sure my timer was about to go off. You're good. But yeah. So we were, we were staying with y'all and I remember thinking like, man, it's awesome. They can go anywhere, but it's a bummer that if they find this incredible spot, that they need more water. You've got to drive your entire home into town to get water. Like, That's when I wanna... you start weighing the pros and cons because yeah, I said, we I definitely a separate thing. get so yeah. jealous that y'all can just take your truck in real yeah. quick. And our our trailer's here. First, saving our spot. Yeah. Second, it's just like a pain in the ass to move this thing. So, so right. we figured out how to save the spot. Yeah. We have like, like what do you really, do? we just leave our chairs and our mat out. And mm-hmm. if it's really, which we have had those either stolen or people will still like park next to it and be like, oh, we thought someone just left this here. Like, like yeah. yes, as, I left these trash. nice camping chairs. There's <laughs> yeah, trash right. here. Yeah. So, if it's a place where we feel like that might happen, we'll set our tent up oh, and leave it there. okay. Because like our tent that. takes, like, five minutes to set up. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, but, so we figured that part out, how to, like, mm-hmm. save the spot. But we still, yes, we have to pack up our home and drive it. Yeah. That's, and, like, just have you to do that. have to take That's the dogs with you, right? Like, you can't just leave your dogs here at the space. Mm-hmm. Where, like, we can leave our dog June, like, here on the couch. If the mm-hmm. weather's nice, like, she's totally fine. She loves it here. We can drive into town, go eat, go to the grocery store, like, whatever we want to do. So, pros and cons, but I wish we'd gotten a smaller trailer. <laughs> so yeah. then how has the boondocking or, been? Because this is by far the longest y'all boondocked. Mm-hmm. 100%. It's, like, 10 days. The longest we'd boondocked before this was, like, three. I mean, yeah. not So much. I know with all the logistical things, like the the fridge and like mm-hmm. the tanks and everything that's been like a learning curve but like aside from all of that how has it felt just like oh, i love it being out in the middle of nowhere just staying in one place without without anonymities but yeah. like you're just like parked in the middle of the desert i love it yeah, i mean i, I love yeah. not having like neighbors like what are pros to this as opposed to being in an rv park because we don't know much about rv parks yeah so like i don't really know what's better about this than an rv i know what's worse i definitely know what's worse worse. (laughs) but i don't know what's better about here than Mm -hmm. an rv park Mm -hmm. privacy number one and the feeling that you are actually camping yes it feels like camping and like more connected with nature right yeah and and just I think when people imagine a nomadic lifestyle, in my mind, this is what you picture. It's like, I'm in a beautiful setting, Mm -hmm. but I still have everything I need in order to live. So Mm -hmm. you can kind of just, like you were saying, there's... Like, I have a sink that runs water. Like, I have a refrigerator. You you do have to think about... Right. How much water am I using? Or, yeah. Yes, or like how much power is my fridge using? Or like you have to think yeah. about those things, but you still have them. Yeah. Yes, yeah. you, you, you definitely have to be more mindful sunset. of what you're consuming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like you just can't trade. Like you can't trade solitude for much. Yeah, anything. I mean, <laughs> yeah. and 
at any campground, there's no, I mean, unless you're at somewhere that just doesn't have very many people visiting mm-hmm. or if you're in the off season. Yeah. Like, like when y'all are in Moab in off season. Yes. Yeah. 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 But again, most people just like aren't equipped Gosh. to deal with those conditions. It's yeah. not. Moab in off season was a total dream. It was. I'm so yeah. glad you got to experience that. Yes. If uh-huh. you don't mind being like freezing cold at night, mm-hmm. which we don't. We really don't. I love to be cold. I want it to be yeah. like 45 degrees when I'm asleep. Yeah. If you can is, deal with. That's yeah. fine. That's yeah. fine. Right? It's fine. Yeah. I prefer she's... 50s, but it's fine. <laughs> if you can deal with being cold, I mean, you can experience a lot more solitude yes. than. Yep. Yeah. It's true. Than most. But... Because we cannot deal with being hot. Both us well, as our humans dog. and your dog. Yep. But mainly our dog. Like, if it's hotter than 65, she's acting like. It's the end of her life. So, so I'm glad this was the perfect which, week for her because there actually yeah. was a cold front that moved through this week. Yes. If it were the week perfect. before or next week, she we would be struggling yeah. without her AC. I mean, yeah, If that's that's the other thing, too. If we did not have our dog, which we obviously it's wouldn't not, pay for anything. No. Yeah, but we if we didn't have our dog, like we could do so much more. Yeah. But you wouldn't be as happy because you wouldn't have her. True. It's very true. My life would be you wouldn't want to, literally empty. I was actually the last person we had on Campfire Chats was our friend Sarah, uh-huh. not Sarah Beth, but Sarah. But I'm Sarah. And she, but you're Sarah to me. But I'm Sarah. She has a dog and we were talking about like national parks and stuff. And mm-hmm. she was like, I mean, yeah, I'm limited in national parks because yeah. I have my dog. She's like, but like, if he can't go there, I don't really want to go. She's yeah, like, like, I don't really want to, like she, he, she's yeah. like, he's the best part. Yeah. One of the best parts of my life. And like, mm-hmm. I don't, if he can't go there, then. What's the point? I mean, like she goes, but like. Yeah. If he can't go on that trail, then I don't feel like I'm missing out on that trail because yeah. he can't go with me. Yeah. So. I love that. Sarah. I know. All Sarahs are sweet. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I would love Sarah. <laughs> we met her here, actually. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. Amy and Caleb meet so many friends. Just here. On the road. It's I've just made, here because, like you said, everyone I've made winters. Zero friends. Well, everyone winters <laughs> in Tucson. So, true. like, there's a lot of people. Here is the best. Oh, my gosh. Guys, there's cows. Do you see them? <gasps> Do you see oh the cows? Goodness, yeah. Okay, well, let me go yeah. grab our dog before Well, we she should runs probably take care of that anyways and go ahead and just wrap this up because we've got to go watch the sunset. Well, thanks for um, thanks for sitting down and chatting with me even though Caleb's maybe. not here. He's here in spirit. Yeah. I yeah, am the host No, I sure. am the question asker, but he's like the vibe. He's like he's the a, funny one. Mm, he interjects all the like the Caleb, color Caleb just is the vibe. He is the color commentary. Yeah, you're the I'm the one who calls play. the plays and he play. I'm Al Michaels, he is Chris Collinsworth. Yeah. yeah. <gasps> I don't understand I, I love them so much. <laughs> <laughs> but thank y'all so much for being on. And, and cheers. We love cheers you more again. than almost any other human on the planet. Yeah. Well I love y'all more than any other human on the planet, so